0: what's up everybody welcome to words of wisdom podcast where we're wild with wisdom from all walks of life i'm jennifer Brienne, and i serve as your podcast host to bring words voice language and freedom to your world it's wednesday so let's wise up and talk about communication and instruction and their many facets in our lives what's up everybody i hope you're having an amazing awesome beautiful wednesday at whatever point of your day that you're listening to this whether it be in the morning or you're reflecting over your day i pray that it was everything that you would hope for if you are new to my podcast i am jennifer brand and i am your podcast host thank you so much for tuning in i appreciate you um if you're returning thank you a million times i appreciate you as well um i appreciate all of you guys for listening and tuning in so follow me um, all of the information should be in the description box on whatever platform you're listening in follow me let's connect i'd love to know your story and know more about you and i'd love to share more about me um so yeah uh today i want to talk about identity and one of the main things when i talk about identity that i want to discover is the the basic premise of uh your personal identity i mean my issue uh with identity is that there are a lot of people in our world that have no idea who they are. And so I decided to bring this topic to the forefront of this podcast because we need to get some communication going around identity and a couple of how-tos on navigating, discovering who we are. And when I talk about discovering who we are, let's go a little deeper, okay? We're not just talking about what you do. I had I did a mini experiment with some friends and some family that are close to me, and I asked them a question. I said, who am I? And then I gave them time to answer, and a lot of them named stuff that I did. They, they named things that they like about me, or they named projects that I've worked on. Um, they, they really gave me a very factual resume kind of presentation. But I said, no, 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 no. I would correct them. And I would say, but okay, that's nice. And thank you for knowing those things about me. But who am I? And so and then I had to kind of break it down again. And I would say, okay, if somebody who didn't know me walked up to you and asked you, who am I? What would you say? And so again, I kept getting this revolving, oh, well, you're a podcaster, you're an author, you're a doctoral student, you study instructional design, um, you have a podcast, um, you do this for social media, you do this for your local church, you do this uh for the uh, nonprofits that you work with, um, you mean this to our family or you play this role in our family, but I never got who I am. So what I want you to think about when we're thinking about identity is not what you do. So don't think about your profession, your career, your education. Don't think about your vocation. Don't think about the personal missions that you're on, whether they be nonprofit, community volunteer work groups, organizations, etc. Think about who you are. And, and another way to think about this is like if we scrub away all of the titles, right? So scrub away all of the titles other than your name. Scrub away all of the makeup, all of the things that you put onto your physical body, because some people, um, you know, would come back and say, oh, she wears the most fabulous hair. OK, well, let's take the wig off. Let's take the mask off. Whatever your thing is, um, let's take that away. And who are you? I believe at the end of this life and at the end of this world, like we are going to be who we are and what we need to be for this world based on who we believe we are, not all of the titles that we chase after or that we work to attain again. You guys know I'm pro education. Um, I'm totally for some titles. I'm totally for some education. I'm totally for um, academic success and then achievement in your own personal um, life and area of industry. Hashtag, however, it's very important that we take a step back and we really think about this thing like. Who are you and i and I, I keep asking not because I'm being repetitive, not because I don't have anything else to say, but I really want you to to take away from this some thoughts on like who who am I really, like not who I present on social media, not who I present to my pastors, not who my parents think I am. Or thought that I was, not who my friends believe me because of the limited information that I give them, but like deep down inside, with with all on the inside, with your inner thoughts, with your inner beliefs, with um, who you are when there's no lights, camera, action, when there's no need to perform or do something, who are you really? Like, what do you like to do? What do you deeply and passionately enjoy? So I'm a millennial, and some of the things that millennials get bashed for a lot is using their hobbies to uh, generate income. And so we do live kind of in a society that would push us when we're good at something to maximize um, capital off of it. Hashtag however, like, do you genuinely enjoy that thing? or Are you just trying to generate a stream of income because all of these social media posts going around say that you should have seven streams of income and you only have like one and possibly two? These are questions that we need to be asking who you are, because if we can find out who you are, we can find out who where you're going. If we can find out who you are, we can also find out what you should not be doing right now. If we can find out who you are, we can find out what you should be doing right now. If we can find out who you are, we can find out why your relationships look the way they look. Because perhaps you have relationships in your life that don't look like or agree with who you actually are or where you're actually going, because a component of understanding who you are tells a lot of tell of where you're going and I think a lot of us live in this false ideology of who we actually are and so we're striving to be somebody that we want to be which is great which is noble in theory but it does not allow us to be real with where we're starting from Okay, I, I've learned that a lot of people tend to judge other people um, based on their actions, but then they kind of judge themselves based on their own intentions. Like, well, I didn't really mean to say that, or I'm not really that lazy, like I didn't really mean to like I, I think I can get up and go work out if I want to, or you know, I can eat healthy, and sometimes I do eat healthy. I only drink like one soda like a week, or whatever you know, your thing is. I've learned that people will ascribe their intention to their their behavior as opposed to judging their actions from their behavior. And one of the things that what, when we talk about identity that we have to be real about and we have to come to terms with It's the simple fact that your identity um, is a a precursor to your actions. Meaning that if you really believe that about yourself, and the converse is true as well, if you really don't believe that about yourself, I believe your actions will follow. So that's why I said, no, don't tell me what you do. Because you're letting what you do try to determine who you are. And that's backwards. A lot of people in our world right now are (laughs) starstruck almost at all of these people that they held on these really high pedestals of law of government of authority because of base based off of what they do meaning they're an officer in uniform um, they're a senator they're a congressman or woman and so because of the seat of authority or power um, that they have they are confused about the indiscrepancy between that career or that role in their actions and that's because even when you go around adding titles to your life um Achieving in different areas or taking on different roles, whether it be you know in society or industry or your family, going from single to getting married, going from you know um, just a married person to a mother or father or whatever else. The point is that you know who you really are is what your actions are really going to show, and and eventually, even if you have the best mask on those actions, even if you have the best mask. Of makeup on your face even if you have the best filter for your pictures you are still very much who you actually are that identity remember and it's not so much the identity that you decided and that's why we got to talk about this because it could very well be the, the the identity that somebody else decided for you and this is what I mean here's an example perhaps growing up You know, you were told that you ain't ever going to be anything that, you know, you'll never amount to anything. And so that's an identity that you embrace as a child. And so now every time you go out to try and be something, it fails because you are still repeating a self-manifestation of an identity that was spoken to you and that you internalize and embrace but you never dealt with. So there's an identity that's being enacted that's, you know, we're trying to go up against, but we haven't changed what we believe about our identity because every time you try to do something, you really believe what that person or those people said about who you are because they spoke to who you are. They didn't speak to what you do. They didn't say, oh, you'll never be a doctor you know so you don't go be a doctor but there's a million other things in the world you'll go they spoke over your whole existence and said you'll never be anything so maybe that that wasn't what you heard growing up perhaps you did hear something growing up and it is affecting negatively your identity so we have to figure out who you are And one telltale way of figuring out who you are is starting with looking at your real actions. Like I said, not the performance, not because you're on the job and you know that you got an evaluation, a performance evaluation coming up. So you're acting um, on your best behavior. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about because your wife is whining and she wants you to take out the trash. She's been begging you to clean out the garage. So you're acting like, you know, you really care about doing this. No, we are speaking deeper Deeper on into your core. I put a post on Instagram that says, When you know your core, you're free to soar. And a lot of people don't know their core, they don't know the core of what's on the inside of them and what they're operating out of in order to produce the life that they want to live. And the real hurtful and painful thing is that when we really get down in that core, it's not always pretty. Right. So we have to deal with some things that are down in the roots of our identity, the roots of who we are before we try to start living life and putting ourselves in positions and not having the character or the healthy identity of who we are in order to maintain and sustain at the level that we're trying to get to. So we got to really think about this, guys, because it's so important. I mean, your identity is literally the fact of your being it's the fact of your personhood it's a it's exactly who you are right so at your core what what are the facts that you were given what are the facts that you assigned yourself what are the facts that you feel that life assigned you did you think because i've seen this before did you think that when you stepped into that role that it would become who you are because there's a very distinct separation between your profession, your vocation, your mission, your passion, and who you are. Now, true, there is some overlap, meaning that, you know, for instance, if I was a very caring person that wanted to help people, um, that part of my identity would enact well as I served others as a nurse. However, if i 'm taken out of the role of being a nurse, does that mean that i 'm no longer caring and I no longer want to serve people? because you can be caring, want to serve people and help people in multiple different roles, and that's why I said we cannot ascribe our identity to roles, right? We cannot ascribe our identity to likes on instagram we can because again, worth is an ever changing societal demographic meaning that what's beautiful what's in what's popping and what's popular now may not be what's beautiful what's in and what's popular tomorrow next week it may not be what's trending um the world at large is always looking for something new something exciting something different something unique and something rare so you may have 300,633 likes today but will you believe you are still that same beautiful awe-inspiring popping unique person if those 300 hundred thousand something likes go down to three i have seen girls and i'm not bashing girls because i've never seen guys do that but that doesn't mean that they don't do this but i've seen girls decide that after a certain amount of time with their picture on instagram it's deleted well why is that because they felt like the people who follow them um, after they got done posting it at a certain time, decided that their picture wasn't worthy and it didn't match up with the other likes on their page and they didn't want anybody to see that they posted a picture that didn't perform, quote unquote, perform well. And so their insecurity and their the part of their identity that said, okay, even though I like this picture, even though I think it's worthy to post, this picture isn't worthy, so I'm going to take it down. That's a part of your identity. There is something broken in your identity. And you are sadly mistaken if you think that you're not checking your identity in order to live the life that you want to live. You have to check your identity because you can have these big, lofty, beautiful, wonderful goals that you want to achieve. But if the core of who you are is not in agreement with that, your actions, your behaviors, your thoughts, your attitudes, your belief systems will not allow you to produce that. One of the things that I had to learn when checking my own identity was that I had to check it in seasons, right? So um, as relationships have come and go, as different transitions have hit my life, as my heart has been through different things, I had to step back and say, okay, who am I? Have I allowed what's happening externally around me with different relationships, different transitions, different seasons, workloads, life stress, whatever, have I allowed that to alter who I am? What part of me has changed based on the circumstances and not because I made a change about who I believed I am? Those are two very different conversations and you have to make sure that you are not being made victim to your own life. Because perhaps you're not like our first person who struggled with identity, who who was ascribed negative things as the fact of being who they are. But perhaps life happened to you. Right, So I'm talking to my second identity flaw right now. Perhaps life happened to you. Um, for my own example, I put myself out there growing up. Um, I went through some different traumatic things. And after those, so before those traumatic things, I was very bubbly. I had a lot of energy. I was, you know, bouncing high energy in your face. Anybody who knew me at that time, they could, they could verify that. Um, and after those traumatic things, I've, I've learned that what this was called is called flat effect. Flat effect is where you have a flat demeanor. You have no, little to no response. You have no engagement. You're, you're barely verbal, if at all. But there was a whole personality shift, right? There was a completely dynamic, change in who I thought that I was because of what I went through and even though there were some things that that shifted for me one of the most beautiful things that um happened for me is that I realized that I allowed something that external happened to me change who I was and who I thought I was so because of that I had to heal I had to get back down in my core and realize okay how has this affected me and how can I change how can I be better do I want to go back to who I was or who do I want to be now that I have this knowledge now that I have this awareness of who I am and I'm okay with what happened to me how am I going to move forward and some of you guys have not moved forward from the thing that happened to you some of you guys have allowed that hurt allowed that bitterness allowed that anger allowed that confusion allow those questions to um, alter who you see yourself as. And I want you to know that whatever happened in your life should not have that much power. It should not have that much power to change and to shift the identity that's on the inside of you. Apostle Sharon R. Nesbitt said something to me. Well, she didn't say it to me. She was preaching to everybody, but I was listening for me. And so I felt like it was to me. But she said something that dramatically changed my life. She said, no matter what you do in this life no matter how how much you change your hair you change your identity you change your name change your sex change your sexuality change whatever you want to change in this life she said but there you can never touch your spiritual DNA and I began thinking about what it means to have a spiritual DNA a spiritual DNA is when God ordained you for the, before the beginning of time before you were formed in your mother's room before you were ever a thought to her and by the time you got here you already had a spiritual DNA and if if you know anything about natural DNA, it's what's set in stone before the beginning of time, right? So it's nothing that you can go in and alter Um, because if we could go and alter DNA, there would be some things and some different diseases that we would not see. However, we cannot. So in your DNA are your genetics. In your DNA is everything that you are and who you will be when you get to this earth. So. I understand that something bad happened to you. I cope with and, and sympathize and empathize with you on those traumatic, altering, um, thought-changing, life-changing, perspective-changing things that came into your life, that entered your world, that with or without your control dramatically changed who you thought you were. But I want you to know that underneath that hurt, underneath that bitterness, and underneath all of those things that happened to you, you still are who you are. Like no matter how bad, how heinous, how long it's been, like those things do not have the power to change who you are. So you have to make a decision if you want to be who you are before that happened as if it never happened or if with this new information you want to emerge new. But I will caution you that if you decide to emerge new, understand that you have to Completely remove yourself from the old, meaning that, you know, just like the butterfly who eats his cocoon after he comes out, like make sure that you don't want to go back because now you're kind of getting into a messy, nasty kind of (laughs) messy, nasty, confusing place that um, you don't want to see again later in life. Right. So when it comes to your identity, we have to be sure that we know who we are. Again, going back to my quote, we have to be um, know who we are so that we're free to soar. A lot of us in this life are not soaring at the level and the capacity that we can, right? So the reason why is because we don't know who we are. We think that we are a mom, which that's a role that we have, but before you became a mom, you had a purpose. Before you became a daughter, you had a purpose. Before you ever entered this earth as an architect, an engineer, before you became a friend, before you became a cousin, a confidant, whatever role, title you want to assign yourself, you had purpose and you had an identity. So who are you? Listener, who are you? Who are you? So many people think they know who they are and so many people think they are what they do, but I argue strongly that you do who you are, who you really are. So if you have, if you, if you have this vision of yourself and your life is not adding up to what you want it to or where you want to be what in you needs to change or what in you about what you believe about you needs to change because there are some things that are happening for you or in you or or because of what you believe about you that are direct results of those actions so here's an example i like examples because they make things very clear for instance um i mentioned that i posted a post on instagram today okay well if i believed that my post had to have, let's say 600 likes. If my post had to have 600 likes in order for me to qualify as beautiful, that means only at 600 likes would I feel beautiful. However, because of my inner core, I believe that I am beautiful. So whether it got no likes or 600, I still believe I'm beautiful. Therefore, any external factors that happen after I take the picture, release the picture, caption it, post it, I'm still beautiful. I'm not shaken. I'm not moved. And a lot of people are shaken, moved thrown tossing to and from falling into and out of relationships taking jobs opportunities because they think it'll it'll fill in them the need of who they are but if you do not believe or know who you are then you will forever be lost you will forever be seeking outside things to tell you who you are so here's an assignment for all of us i actually just did it the other day and um i wouldn't tell you anything that i wouldn't do or that i haven't tried and tested and that i stand by but i stand by this i believe that you need to take some time and decide who you are when was the last time that you told yourself who you are when was the last time that you affirmed who you are? When was the last time you checked to make sure that you really believe what you want to believe about you, about who you are? You know, I see a lot of people on um, on social media and different pat- platforms and um, one of the things that I see a lot of is, you know, um, if you didn't come from a millionaire family, make sure a millionaire comes from you. I believe I'm a millionaire. I believe I'm a billionaire. I have billions. I'm going to be a billionaire. Okay. Okay. And I think all of those affirmations are amazing, but... I want to know how many of them really, really believe that because every time I see it, I go and check their profile and I go and check different things that they're talking about. And it's like, how are you a millionaire and a billionaire? And you don't have like one thing on here about finance and and not that they have to post everything that they're doing in their life because I don't. But at the same time, if you really are tenaciously after this goal or you really believe that that's who you are i just really believe that there are some things that would be different and i believe that would be reflected in every single thing that you do so for you who have who has this goal who has this dream or who aspires to be better in some area or doing something differently like do you really do you really 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 believe that do you really really identify as that because If so, I believe there should be some shifting. There should be some changing. There should be some actions and some alignment that agree with the very thing that you want to be or become. And that's why I said it's important to know who you are because if you know who you are, you know very well where you're going. For those of you who have no idea who you are, like you can't really definitively tell me where your life is going. You can tell me where you'd like it to go. You can tell me where you dream and hope and wish that it would go. But if you really don't know who you are, you really don't have a defined, starting point on how to get to where you want to be and where you want to go and where you want your life to see you just kind of hoping and wishing that people believe the best about you and I heard on another podcast this past week that it's it's synonymous to kind of sticking your head in the sand and letting somebody else handle it and that's not what we're gonna do with our life right like that's not what we're gonna do with who we are and where we want to be and where we're going that's not what we desire we desire to be clear on who we are and know and walk powerfully strong in our identity I had a friend that I was talking to the other day and um they brought something up to me and we're dialoguing back and forth and this friend comes from an area of expertise in this particular area and so I told them after we had the conversation I said listen you were doubting yourself a whole lot but I would admonish you to walk tall in who you are know that you have gotten that expertise know that you went to school and you were studious that you that you were studious and you studied and that you are prepared and that you are licensed to and act and and advise professionally based on what you do. But you have to know that. And I'm saying that because I understand that I have a couple of different college age listeners. Um, but if you're studying, getting these degrees, and you're doing all that you can um to work to be at a place, it's not gonna do you any good if you don't believe in yourself enough to walk in the authority that your profession has given you. I like to watch um It's called Steve on Watch on Facebook. Like, I'm really becoming a fan of Steve Harvey, right? And so every now and again, if I need a break from something I'm working on, I check in and I see what, you know, the little hey Steve moment. So this girl comes on and she's like, hey Steve. And so essentially her story was that she was younger in NHR, but she had Um, what would you call them? She had workers underneath her, um, that were older than her, that had more experience as far as that particular job, but they didn't have the educational um background and the worthiness to be promoted. So she was over a lot of people that were older than her that had more years on the job. So she catches a lot of flack for it, and I just wanted to scream through my phone at her like, "Walk tall in what you know. Be confident in what you have and the expertise that you have," because again. Her identity says that she's less than. Her identity tells her that because she doesn't have the, the, the years of experience and that because she doesn't um, have like the years on the job that she's not worthy to be in the position that she's in. But based on the standards of the hiring department of that company, they decided she was worthy. They decided that her expertise, her education, her, her time spent in school, learning about this area made her competent enough to be a manager and in, in a higher authoritative role than those people who are older and you've been there longer. So again I'm not saying that you have to be arrogant. I'm not saying that you have to put people down. I'm not saying that education is just the cure-all but knowing who you are because I know some people who don't have as much education but who are fast learners and who have learned well what they do and they know well who they are which means they know their strengths. They know their capabilities. They know their boundaries. They know which areas to stay away from and so they are able to be strong and competent in what they do and they do it a lot more successfully. As a matter of Fact, because of people who know well who they are, they are able to do a lot more with a lot less than people who go after doing and acting and thinking they have to do so many things and pulled in so many directions to quote unquote amount, right? So, again, I think that we should really take a step back and think about who. We are. So more importantly, who are you? So this last couple of minutes, I want to take a couple of uh, take a couple of minutes and talk about ways that you can really discover who you are, because it does me no good to give you 20 something minutes of understanding, like, if you don't know who you are, or why you should know who you are and not help you and give you some instruction on how to be um, better. um, And to just to discover who you are and how to be better at who you are. So the first thing, And I feel like in identifying who you are is pay attention to your passions. Like, what do you just like to do? What do you enjoy doing? Um, What is it that you feel like um, will allow you the opportunity to be in this world doing what you love? It won't compromise. It won't stretch you. Um, What could you do all day, every day, no matter what? That may be a part of who you are. That may be an indicator. It's not the cure all, but it could very well be an indicator of some characteristics that are true to who you are. All right. And another way that I think would be so helpful is to do what I did. Go to people who you've been around for a couple of years or who love you or who trust you um, and who you love and who you trust and who you know you and who know you well who will give you honest open feedback, right? Go to them and ask them my question. And don't let them stop at oh, well, you're a student, oh well, you're a basketball player, oh, we're well, a football player. No, make them tell you who they think you are now we are not going to just like readily adapt you know what someone else says we are because they could be wrong right but at the same time if you go to a multiple multiple people get the consensus of what they're all saying like if you ask five people and five of them all say that you're caring five of them all say that you are an amazing writer five of them all say that you are so helpful that you're super inspirational okay well let's look at our life what do you believe about that do you agree with that i know that a lot of people um i was reading a study last night about um people who are considered wise and so it said that people who who were nominated is being wise didn't believe that they themselves were wise so what a part of their life can we you know assess their actions and figure out like okay are they sharing wisdom probably not because they don't think they're wise you know could we look at their life and say okay do they make wise decisions well, probably not, because they don't think they're wise. But just because they didn't see their wisdom didn't mean that those other people around them didn't see that wisdom that they had and it allowed them an opportunity and a platform through research to share it. So perhaps if you have, you know, some blind spots in your life, it will help unveil to you the identity and the core of who you are. The next thing that I would say that we do and I'm definitely going to do a part 2 to this, so it's all good. So this is like identity part 1. We're just kind of wedding the whistle on this okay so um the next thing that I want to talk about with discovering your identity and this like I said this is kind of a general overview in the next podcast I'll go into more detail um the next thing in in discovering who you are is to decide who you want to be because if you decide who you want to be it sets you on a direction of where you want to go which helps to You to be very honest and objective about where you are, who you are with what you have. All right. These are all different components that go into who you are. And knowing who you are and then deciding who you've allowed to affirm who you are, your pastor, your parent, your friend, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your siblings, your significant other, your teammates, your schoolmates, your classmates, your professors, your teachers, your administrators, uh, the people you mentor under, the people you intern under. Who have you allowed to influence who you are? That's a huge question. And so think about those things i've went over my time today but that's because this is just so important which is also why i'm going to do a part two so if you like this if you know somebody who's struggling with their identity or different parts of their identity tune in share this podcast with them because i really believe that this week and next week is definitely going to help them to get on a path to not only identifying who they are where they are but also where they want to go and that is so so important and imperative so thank you guys for tuning in i appreciate you so 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 much but until next time guys peace love and hair grease